it's not the dog's burden to have to work out what accuse. It should become far more our responsibility to work out how to give cues cleanly, consistently, and in a way that can be understood by the dog. When you provide a verbal cue to your dog, have you ever thought of singing it? How about attaching a color to it? Pink, blue, and forget about all that blotty blah other stuff. The Cue Technology episode of the Learning About Dogs podcast was one of the most listened to episodes of our first season. We are revisiting this because starting September 18th, Kay Lawrence of Learning About Dogs is running a six-week online course specifically on cue technology. Here's a tease. People need to have more opportunities to practice how to deliver cues. So 30 years ago, I had somebody who coached opera singing and her cue delivery was astonishingly good, astonishingly reliable. And then you think if people are in the singing business, and they are asked to give you a G, they know exactly how to hit it. <laughs> like, whoo, got that one then. And then they can change key and come down to a C or, or whatever they need to do. That is a skill that most of us don't have, but we could all learn to a certain degree. So uh, I was watching somebody give the cues for obedience. Stand, sit, down, up back and every single cue was delivered in a military fashion in a military style and everything was toned exactly the same now the dog good bless it it was a collie it could probably see the way she tipped her head every time she moved to those cues but this is far and above what we should expect a dog to do so say and i have absolutely no singing background whatsoever you delivered each of those cues stand up lie down back away and each of those had a double two notes Mm -hmm. and it would have a different cadence back away is much longer than stand up the dog would stand a much higher chance of recognizing it and being able to select it from what's general crap that we talk about all the time so verbal cue delivery needs consistency And if you want to use signals, then I suggest you go to a dance class and learn how to use hands and poise and gestures. And I was trying to explain to somebody when she gave a cue to the dog, it was her hand that gave the cue. But when I said to her, I want you to actually start the movement from your shoulder. So I want your shoulder to move, then your elbow to move, and then your wrist to give it. So it was like um, a horizontal, the back of her hand was facing the dog, and she horizontally moved her hand to the palm of her hand facing the dog. The minute she started it on that process, that dog stood up before the palm of the hand actually faced it. And it was like, oh, wow, yes. You know, so it's not the dog's burden to have to work out what accuse. It should become far more our responsibility to work out how to give cues cleanly, consistently, and in a way that can be understood by the dog. I mean, why not? Why are we? Why did we inherit this ghastly military post-war? The dog's obedient because I say sit down. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's this me master you dog rubbish that is not about communication. It's about it's the dog's problem. It's not my problem. No, it's it's our problem. I don't think a lot of people um, truly understand uh, how to 
create cues. I, I, I'm absolutely convinced that, you know, when I work with my classes, how do you ask your dog to sit? How do you ask your dog to lie down, for example? Uh, and I, I get very, very big befuddled faces. Um, they just do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, they understand that they, oh, they understand the meaning yes. of the word. Uh, mm-hmm. No, they don't. So as an exercise, my class had to teach their dogs completely set a new cues, six new cues for six behaviors of their choice. And every one of those cues was a color. Pink, blue, green, yellow. And of course, these dogs were much more reliable on these new cues. Oh, well, it's because they were new cues. No, it's because you really cannot say yellow crossly. (laughs) Yellow. (laughs) Yellow. You know, when you... You know, again, this is coming off drama type of work. When you're going to do something, you rehearse or you see it in your mind's eye before you actually do it. So if you see a sunflower, you go yellow. Yes. And if you see a rose, you'd go pink. Mm -hmm. And the blue, is that sky blue or is it a deep, rich blue? Blue. So (laughs) how you see that color or you could use, I know, you could use numbers. Are you with me? Those, there's a, something that has to come from within you that says, this is how I see it. This is how I feel it. So that's how it comes out. The dog does not understand the meaning of the word. They never understand the meaning of the word. So in this, in this particular exercise, did you, so let's say that the, they have six behaviors that their dog supposedly mm-hmm. knows, and then you tell them to attach a color cue to that? Now get rid of yep. that old cue and yep. use a color. Well, the color, the old cue is always there, but the, the, the new cue comes in and will also trigger that behavior. So I've always taught pause on pink right. and blue. Pink, blue. And even if I don't say pink, yes, if I give something of exactly the same tone and intonation, um, pidge, uh, let's have a think of other words, like, mm-hmm. friend, yeah, if I give it on any of those tones, that paw comes up. Interesting. The same paw comes up. And if I use the blue, 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 anything that goes down there that's a single tone, bag, book, yep, it comes up again. So the dogs are listening for tone recognition. And they did an experiment with the Border Collie. Uh, they recorded the shepherd's whistles as he was working the dog on the sheep. And even if you changed key. So if you'd have come by and you change key down to, uh, or go up, come yeah, by. A, an augmented fifth minor. Yeah. They're going to make me sing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The dogs responded exactly the same way. So they recognize the, the interval between the two notes. Yeah. Yes. And the delivery and the amount of punch you give it. Those things are all what they're listening to. Because if you hear dogs barking, we can tell the difference between a bark that's a, oh, good God, I don't know what's going to happen. And what's, what's that down there? I don't, what, I, what, what, what's that? Person, come check this out. So, of course, they can tell the difference if their rest of their group are barking a certain way. All of my lot are there to back them up. They can recognize that bark, which means family, come here. I need some help. And they can recognize the bark, which is an idle play bark. They can recognize the bark, which is, I want something and I can't reach it. Person, come and get it for me. Or it's stuck under a unit. So if they're able to recognize all the different tones of bark, 
<laughs> of course our words have to have tones. Oh. Barks don't, are just noise. You know? It just makes me sad now when I think back on it. It's all those years and years and years of people being told, you must be consistent in your tonal quality. How marring was we must have been? Where did yeah, they get I, that from? You know, yeah. I think that comes from competition obedience. And, and you're right. I think it comes from, you know, certainly, you know, yeah, yeah. either verbal or hand, not both. No. Yeah, so in competition obedience, if we said stand up, you'd lose two points for the extra yes. up because it's an extra yes. command. That didn't mean, I mean, the last dog that I worked at top level was Abacab. Oh. <laughs> Originally, he was going to be called Cab. Yeah, but Abacab just came around. He got registered as Abacab, blah, 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 blah. So I ended up using his name for all of the moves. Abacab, Abacab, Abacab. Yeah, and he could do all of the moves just on his name, which really, really. Oh, they didn't the know how to score it. Probably. Well, exactly. Um... <laughs> Ooh, I'd love to have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> the Q Technology course is not one to be missed. I'm on board, and for those who live in the San Francisco Bay Area, we are diving into a level one class about living with dogs. Come learn in person with me at the Humane Society of Sonoma County. Links to all of our courses we talked about are in our episode notes. Thanks for listening.